Is it still muffly? Wicked. What? Yeah, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Unpack the Pursuit. I'm Molly. I'm Nat. I'm Jade. Let's unpack this. Happy holidays. Wine, get your tea. It's hey the ho. virtual Unpack the Pursuit holiday party. We are wearing Versace, 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 Gucci, 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 and definitely Merry, Gucci. Merry Christmas by, oh wait, what does that say? Oh yeah, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. I'm trying to read it backwards. <laughs> that <laughs> holiday <laughs> drip. That's right. <laughs> Oh well, ladies, we survived 2020. Actually, it's not over yet, so don't speak too soon. Did we? We did. we thrived. we did. Amen. Cheers to that. Jade got her dream job. Amen. Natalie is just crushing the game in all sense of the word. Yes. We're all doing great things. I'm so proud of you guys. Cheers to Unpack yeah. the Pursuit and all of you. Cheers. Cheers, ladies. Amazing accomplishments. Today, quality time, just the three of us hanging out, chilling, holiday party, all that thing. We're going to start with a game and our host is going to be the lovely, the one and only, the Jade. That's right. Everybody, come on down. We're playing Celebrity Heights. It reminds me of being in LA or something. Go see Celebrity Heights on a tour bus. <laughs> okay, so I have to shout out a friend for this one. So Dylan, thank you for giving me this idea for this game. We're playing Celebrity Hype. If you would like to play along, grab a drink. We're guessing our favorite celebrities' heights. And whoever is the closest doesn't have to drink. Everyone else sips tea. Sip, sip. I'll kick it off. Ew, who am I going to guess? Are you allowed to just drink if you want to drink or do I have to wait? You can drink if you want to drink. This is the holiday party. Mm-hmm. Do you, boo-boo. Do you do whatever you want. I needed your permission, Jade. You're the host. That's right. I'm in charge. I'm the captain now. First celebrity, Oprah Winfrey. Okay. I'm going to say 5'8". That's the first one. I was just going to say that. I'm going to say 5'6". I'm going to say Oprah's 5'6". You might be right, Jade. We're about to find out. You guys, she's 5'7". Everybody drink. (laughs) We were all pretty close, though. Here's, that was good. Molly, you go next. Blake Lively. Ooh, Ooh five, five, nine. I was going to say five, ten. I'm going to say five, okay. eleven. I'm going there. Ooh, you're going to do top. it. Uh-oh. What? She's five, ten. Oh, my goodness. Nice, Molls. That's because Molly was obsessed with Gossip Girl. Oh, my gosh. XOXO. Obsessed. A girl just trying to make it in Manhattan. Okay. Mine is, I can't, I should really know her name because I'm obsessed with her and I follow her real name on Instagram, but the character Alexis Rose, the actor, Annie Meany. I have no idea what that is. On Schitt's Creek. (laughs) Schitt's Creek. Let me Google it. What's her name? But don't Google her height. I won't. I mean, is that something that comes up on the Wikipedia page? Just look up Alexis Rose. Alexis Rose. Alexis Rose. All right, we're having an intermission because we do not know who you've got. Oh, okay. If you haven't seen Shits Creek, then that's a huge problem. I've seen Shits, 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 
I've seen Shit's Creek. I haven't gotten hooked on it like the, the rest of the universe, which... Oh, I'm hooked. Do I worry about what that says about me as a human? Of course. Of course. Okay. She's kind of tall. I'm going to go ahead and say 5'9". I say 5'9", too. She's not Blake Lively tall, but she's tall. Uh-uh. uh-huh. I would know. I would know. I've, I watched it yeah. all the time. 5'7". Ooh. Okay. I feel like a very bad... I'm going to be so off. Okay. Let's see. Is it Annie Murphy? Yes. Thank you. Manny Murphy. All right, drop us with a fact. Boom, she's 5'7". That's right. Oh, That's right. Wow. Natalie, you let you led me astray with the I know, I'm tall. sorry. <laughs> she always is in heels, I think. Okay, just because I watched it yesterday, I'm starting from the beginning. Shout out to my college roommates. Schmidt from New Girl. Oh, he's short. He is... Guys, I also five, don't six. know who this is. <laughs> Did you not watch New Girl? Oh my god, it's hilarious. I don't watch a lot of, um, I just don't, I don't, I don't know why, guys. Oh, I like him. I know him. I've seen him. Okay. Yeah. He's short. He kind of looks tall. No, Is it deceiving? I think he's short. Mm-hmm. Okay, I say 5'8". I think I said 5'6". I'm going to stick with 5'6". I'm going to say he's 510. We're going to we're going to find out. I also have to find out his real name first, so that's a good start. My tongue is already <laughs> red. Oh my gosh. How bad is that? Do either of you get red tongues? I always do. This is the holiday party. YOLO. Oh my gosh, he's 510. Dude, Jade. I went way too short. I didn't practice, I promise. Okay, does that mean oh, we have to drink? I should have okay. known. You know my favorite Schmidt line is you got some Schmidt on your face. Oh my gosh, gets me every time. He's so funny. <laughs> he is. Malz, it's your turn. My next one is Johnny Depp. Ooh. You, that's who I was just going to choose. I was like, I'm going to go back to my childhood crush here and do Johnny Depp. Are you kidding me? I think he's short, right? I think he's short, I think too. he is, too. I'm going to say 5'9". I'm going to give him a hot 5'7". I think you're right. 5'8"? I'm going to say 5'8". I'm okay, going to 7, 5, 8, and 5, 9. Oh my gosh, you guys. He's 5, 10. We all failed. I have two people in my head. We keep talking about short men. I know, Nothing because it's that's... funny, because you wouldn't you wouldn't think it. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go in Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm, he's short, I think. We keep saying that. Right? <laughs> you think all these celebrities are short. <laughs> and slash, I feel bad for anybody listening who's like a male under a certain height and we're like, ooh you're short hey we don't discriminate being short is totally cool i'm gonna go five ten i'm gonna go with five nine five eight i wanted to say five six but i feel like that's rude okay so off he is six foot tall what don't you believe it i don't believe that really oh wait excuse me he's five eleven and a quarter okay Oh, but you best believe he tells people he's six feet. That's right. Who won? I don't think we have a winner. I think we tied. Cheers to us. Cheers, ladies. I'm going to say this the whole episode. Cheers to us. Cheers to to us and to Heights and to Booze. We're going to spice things up here. So with the holidays coming up, obviously, I mean, not your home. Jade, do you live at home? I live at home. You're good. You're in your spot. Yeah. Well, you're headed there. I'm heading there. And I feel like, obviously, just given... COVID and the pandemic and all the things. But on top of that, like, I think the holidays always bring like some level of stress. I don't think it's bad stress, but it's definitely existent and in the air. Yes. So what are some things that you 
are stressing about going into this holiday season? Well, I haven't been home in two years. And so I haven't seen like a lot of my family. And I thought a month was a good amount of time. But I'm literally, I feel like I'm home for a few days packing up my bags to go somewhere else, which is great because I love seeing everybody, but it's really stressful. I feel like I'm constantly in motion. I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to see everybody and spend quality time with them when I see them too. Not having to worry about like work or other things. Like, so I'm actually getting good QT with them because I don't get to see people ever. So that's been a little bit stressful for sure. Totally. Jade, how about you? You know, I'm still kind of adjusting to my new job and this is kind Mm -hmm. of like our busy season. Thankfully, I'm at home and can do that. But also not being able to see my family is kind of weird. We're all socially distancing and like trying to stay safe. My brother came through the other day and it was like weird to see him. We kind of just sat outside and like caught up and he was on his way to a meeting. It kind of made it worse seeing him in person instead of FaceTiming him or calling him all the time. Mm -hmm. Physically seeing him made me miss him more. So that's some of the stuff that I'm stressing about this year. Hopefully, you know, we keep talking about like how we're gonna make it up for next year so I'm just hoping that 2021 everyone keeps saying 2021 is gonna be better and I'm like yeah it better be because this shit sucks it'd be better throw a holiday rager next year yes. in the middle of the summer like whenever all this is over yeah I feel that though it's COVID is making it really hard like I want to see my grandparents and I can't just go up there and see them you have to have everything really planned out it's sad with COVID you can't I was supposed to visit my grandmother in a nursing home on Friday and it got canceled because of COVID I don't know if I'm gonna see her while I'm home yeah. so it's like that kind of stuff is really shitty Yeah, I think that's probably going to be a stressor for the holidays is yeah, like I want to when I go to home, I don't want to be like, I want to be able to see a few other people, but I'm going to have to just be mindful of the way in which I do that, if at all, and know that that's just in the cards this year, you can't feel bad for not being able to see certain people or not being able to, you know, do the holidays the way you normally do them. I know it's, it's, it's really being flexible and releasing control of like, Planning and coordinating stuff is huge and just taking like deep breaths and Mm -hmm. just taking it as it comes right now. Yeah. So on a more positive note, we can talk about things we're grateful for. for Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like I have so much to be grateful for this year. I'm grateful to be home for a month and get to see my family. And I wouldn't be able to do that. Like if I didn't have a job that I had, like I got to go up to my grandparents' house and spend like four days with them, which was just so nice. And I just, I've had, I've had my job all year and I've amongst COVID, I've still felt really like safe and supported. And I know that for many people, it's been a really different experience. I really needed stability this year and this year brought me stability. And I'm just very grateful for that. Dude, I love that. Amen to that. Amen. I am definitely grateful for my close relationships, like the people that are in my life, kind of the day to day, you guys and my partner and my family, because I've struggled in terms of feeling like I can't have, like I lose these deep friendships or like I've just evolved and things have changed and I've grown out of friendships and that's okay. And that feels totally fine and normal, but there's just been, I guess the true true few that just I can count on no matter what. And I think in moments like this, where 
relationships really are what we have right now because we don't have a lot of like other distractions to get lost in. I feel really fortunate for that. I love that. What am I grateful for? Lordy, Lordy. I'm thankful that I live at home. I know that's Mm. a random, but Mm. this year it really came in handy. And my parents are like super cool. It's just, you know, I was furloughed for four months. You know, I went to back to a job that I didn't really love. I'm saying that out loud and in public, whoops. You know, and then I ended up finding like a job that I really love with a bunch of awesome people and like bosses that I'm really excited about, like who make me excited about the work that I'm doing. And then I'm also thankful for my circle, kind of like Molly. This year allowed me to kind of cultivate those relationships with those people that like I really love like you guys mm-hmm. and I'm getting close with like some of my you know old friends from college that you know things may have fell on the wayside but we're kind of reconnecting and rebuilding those relationships so I think there was a silver lining in 2020 even though it really sucked for a, a lot of parts of it but I'm thankful we made it through so High fives all around. We did this. We survived. Virtual high fives. Yes. Love it. I'm thinking back to like how I celebrated New Year's in 2020. And, you know, the couple of months after that, did not think this year was going to go how it did. But we did it. I know. We did. And I'm excited for the new chapter. It's not over. COVID is very much still here. It's still going to affect how we live our lives and to act like it won't is silly and naive, frankly, but it's a new year. It's still a new chapter and there's a lot to be thankful for and a lot on the horizon in terms of getting this pandemic under control and starting to live a life like life is going to be different after, but I think it's going to be different in a lot of very meaningful and interesting and, and beautiful ways. The world of work has changed forever as we know it. And Amen. um it has it's going to allow us to do the kinds of things that like in so many ways we have been limited because of just having to be at a space for so many mm-hmm. hours of our life. Think about that. That to me really blows my mind. Like I think about just the flexibility that remote work offers. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing if you have to go into an office. It's I think the hybrid model is what I'm so excited about. And I see that that's sort of the top of mind change that I'm thinking of because it's the one that most directly impacts me in this moment. But there are so many examples of that that are going to start popping up in which our lives are never going to be the same because of this pandemic. And I think that is a good thing. Change is always good. It's not always comfortable or easy or fun. It means we lose some things that we love, but it means that we gain new, new things too. And that's always good. Yeah. I think that COVID. Definitely, there is a lot of you would see like very destructive things that happen people losing their jobs, kids not being able to be in school. And I feel like there is also a lot of very good things that came from it too. And Yuma, I remember when it first started, somebody was like, dude, like everyone's bike riding, everyone's outside. People have had to like pull their bikes out from the back of their garage, dust them out, and like pump up the tires. People are getting outside, spending really quality time with family and people and realizing things about themselves. And so I think there's been equally as much damage as equal amount of, maybe not equal, but at least some positives that have come from it. Definitely. So to wrap things up, actually... Nat, you texted us, told it, telling us to remind you Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, that was for after. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I just didn't want to Sorry. Sorry, unpackers. That was not for you. Exclusive content. You will <laughs> see it come out though. Don't worry. I didn't know if this was something Stay you tuned. Today. Okay. In that case, we'll wrap up with our favorite episode of the past year plus. And I'll start if that's cool. Yeah, yes. go for it. Speaking of COVID, my favorite episode. Well, it's really hard to pick, pick a favorite. Let's be real. But you know, yes. after a quick, a quick one scroll and being like, okay, that one stands <laughs> out to me. While I was quarantined, hashtag while I was quarantined was really an awesome episode because it was a one of the easiest episodes to produce because it was a, a merge like of tons of different audio clips from people that we knew. And it was like at the height of the pandemic when we were in quarantine and we didn't know what this was all about. Mm. And people were really either struggling or just weirded out or nervous or anxious. Or, and there was just so many unknowns still in the air. And there are still a lot of unknowns, but I think we feel comfortable, more comfortable in the unknown than we did during that time when we posted the episode. And it's just one of my favorite episodes to listen back to because... I know a lot of the people personally that submitted their audio mm-hmm. clips and it's just nice to hear their voices, honestly. And a lot of people really got vulnerable, I think. And we didn't really ask them to. We were just like, hey, record a, a quick video or quick audio about your experience so far in quarantine. And people really like took it as an opportunity to be like, this is what I'm going through right now. And it was cool to see like the different, like the spectrum of experiences and and it made me feel grateful for the community that we've cultivated here and that it's a space where people feel like they can get vulnerable like that. Love it. That was, that was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Good to hear from a, like all the different voices in that one. Like, I think it was helpful to hear like a range of emotions. Totally. Montage. Montage. That's the word I was looking for. I there said, we go. I said merge and I was like, that's not the right word, but we're going to go with it. I do that. Okay. Quick caveat. I do that so often where I, I know I'm picking the wrong word and I commit to it anyway. I had to make this video for Denver high school about like marketing or whatever. I'm like trying to be animated and really funny or whatever. And I'm like, okay guys, I'm going to splurge a bunch of different vocab at you. And I'm like, splurge is not the right word. Splurge is, that's like, that's gross. It kind of reminded me of like something not safe for work. Splurge, like I'm gonna splurge on something. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, it kind of sounds gross now that you're saying it that way. Seriously, that is like what I do a lot of the time. Okay, anyway, that was my quick digression. No, no, no. I I feel that because I had to do a presentation today for an all hands. A word came out of my mouth, and I was like, that's the best you got to describe what's <laughs> happening right now. Hey, you gotta commit. Like, you either gotta go for it, you gotta or commit. Don't say it at all. You know why you have to commit because commit then other people question why they're questioning you if you commit so hard people are like she knows what she's talking about I'm gonna yeah. like reserve yeah but I think back on it I think I said the word, word like roadmap like eight oh god too many times anyways I digress oh we should do an episode on all the really bad business buzzwords that you should stop can we saying. can we please get a list oh my gosh they're so bad <laughs> can we bubble this back up the synergy no, I'll save that. I'll save that. Save it. Save it. All right, Nat, your turn. This is kind of hard because right off the bat, there are a few episodes that really stuck out to me. Molly's, because I was just so happy that she, fi- I don't want to say finally got the courage, but I guess finally got the courage to do it. And Alex's on career confidence, because hers, I just felt super relatable to. Like she just really opened up and was super vulnerable. And it was great. That's exactly what we want. And then Anthony Domino's because 
Oh, so true. We haven't had many guys on this who have been super open. And well, we've just not had many guys on this. So I think the whole thing is that we had a guy and he was super open and is also like our little cheerleader. So for those of you that don't know, like we get text, text from him like weekly cheering us on and just like it's just really sweet and he's messaged me about rec work to do for recommendations he really supports it and he was so open during it and it's just really nice to hear that from like the male side and I hope I just hope that it plays an effect with other males I guess totally that's a good one Jade you know I couldn't say myself (laughs) yours was good you sure could um yeah mine was I liked mine just because that was the first time I was publicly vulnerable where I like I was saying it out loud instead of like writing it for like a blog post or something. I also liked Evan Knox's episode because I've been trying to like get myself out of debt. If you went to a private school, you understand like student loan debt is crazy. I know I've just said like two or three, but Andrew's episode was probably my favorite just because it like made me feel like I was on an adventure. Mm -hmm. Just the way he tells his story is incredible Mm -hmm. and it makes it you feel like you're out there with him. So I just appreciated that awesome storytelling. Like he has a gift. So yes, that is such a gift. He has such an energy that you just feel like through the, the podcast. Hold on. You guys got to say like two or three. So I have to add a few. Yes. Go back. back. Okay. One episode that I do listen to kind of a lot, ironically enough. I don't know why I do, but maybe it's because I like it is yours, Natalie. Like, I just like the way that we riffed on that one. Like we just were really in it and you were really articulate about, to be honest, I was like a little bit hesitant about that episode. I wanted to make sure you felt ready to like bring that story and that you had gone yeah. through it. Like, you know what I mean? Like that you were ready to process it. And I didn't want you like r- to rush you or whatever, but like you showed up that day in a way that clearly resonates with people because still to this day, it's our most listened to episode. That's one of my favorite episodes wow. of all time. Yeah. And then I think I have to say the first one, obviously, because the first one is so cringy. I can't even listen to it. Oh my God. Natalie and I tried recording that five different uh-huh. times. And then we were like, okay, dude, we just have to put it out there. Like just get it out there in the world. Like it's not going to be perfect. And honestly, when people find our podcast, like random people on the internet and they reach out, they always reach out about that episode because people go to the first one to see what the fuck is up. Like what's the deal? It's doing something right. And I think the framework helps because it gives some clarity around the things that we talk about. But I think like there's some genuine authenticity that we brought because we just genuinely wanted to start this thing up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that shows. And I think as much as it's cringy and as much as like it sounds like shit because we weren't really comfortable in front of the mic, there's part of that that's actually like really really kind of great and awesome too yeah it was so new it was fun we did record that literally like five times so many times and at one point we were just like we just gotta do it okay yeah (laughs) I think well I think that was Natalie to me because I was being my very perfectionist self I was like it just doesn't can we just do this literally I was like it just doesn't have the vibe and Natalie's like Molly shut the fuck up about the vibe Which I got, but I was like, we're never going to maybe get the vibe on the first episode, so we just got to go. Seriously. And as someone who's worked in startup world for forever, 
I get the whole mm. like you have to just you just have to Commit. go you have to publish you have to put stuff out that's not perfect no matter what you're never going to show up perfect and right. no matter what you're never going to please everybody and the more that you can let go of that then the better it, I don't know the better you can show up in these kinds of spaces yeah when you're not trying to be something else totally anyway that concludes our holiday edition of unpack that yeah, does it does it I think Molly had a fun little would you, you rather oh you right you right you right okay here is my would you rather this is a very serious uh very That's serious one so please get serious take it serious would you rather have to fart loudly every time you have a serious conversation or have to burp after every kiss. You should see Natalie's face right now. Burp. Burp. Really? Yeah, burp. you can hold it in. You can hold it in so it doesn't really make a noise. You <laughs> right? can look away, you can, right? You can do it through your nose. You can... You can walk away. If I had to fart loudly <laughs> in a serious conversation, where's the nearest exit, please? And thank you. Because oh absolutely God. not. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait, Molly, what's your answer? Yeah, what's I, your... Think you're, I think you're right. I'm not feeling peer pressured to say burp, but after further evaluation, I think I burp. <laughs> if it's audible. After thinking. After thinking for literally 30 seconds, I think I burp. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Could you imagine, like, mm-mm serious conversation at work like you're getting your performance evaluation and you just have to let one rip that sounds absolutely terrible i hate that's, everything about that that's terrible that's really terrible cringe and you you honestly could not be in a position of leadership or management because no one could take you seriously <laughs> like it's the nerves guys it's the nerves okay 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 that was a good one thanks guys. You're like i'd like to preface this meeting with please immediately run out of the <laughs> conversation or we're gonna have a Do virtual meeting virtually? for every exactly self virtual oh oh and then yes. mute yourself jade that's it virtual meetings always always virtual or just for the serious ones for serious right. meetings Save only yourself with your relationship jade uh jade. your family your friends oh my gosh go virtual it's like i'm gonna break up with you on zoom so like just <laughs> join me for this chat okay. i'm gonna have the i love you conversation via zoom only proposed <laughs> to me via zoom right oh yeah right. you're right natalie like it's not just bad serious no, conversations it's you're right happy. oh yeah Ooh. so burp i would burp all the way will you marry me it's like, okay, mute me on Microsoft Teams. Thanks. Thank you, darlings, for entertaining me. Thank, Thank you, and Packers, for listening. Yes, tis the season. We are so grateful for this community. Yes. Merry yes. Christmas, you filthy animals. Happy yes. New Year. Shout Represent. out to Molly's shirt. Oh, wait, what's the flavor of our tea tonight? Natalie, what, what are you drinking? Lemon ginger. Ah, lemon ginger is yeah. a little spicy and a little sweet, just like we were today. Hey. Peace out. <laughs>